Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak, husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. Twenty twenty, here we go. Welcome, ladies. <laughs> Episode six. Hi, everybody. We hope you had a great Happy New Year's. Is that how you say it? Great Happy. We hope you had a Happy New Year's. Happy right. New Year. That's right. I think it sounds like we're having a stroke in this introduction, <laughs> but we're gonna go with it because we really had a hard time we with did the introduction. Like 10 of this episode. introductions. We're just gonna go with this. It's one. hard to start strong. Like we get strong around the five ten minute mark, but to build that momentum. It's kind of hard sometimes. It takes a minute. But yeah. I hope you started 2020 strong. You like that transition right there? That's right. I see that's good. <laughs> We're getting better. So we just launched the course, the four-week meal prep and workout plan, uh, workout course. We hope you all like it. I mean, we've had yes. some great feedback so far. We want all of you to start the year off, right? And so that's why we launched on January 1st. Yeah. The second, the clock struck midnight. I turned the thing on and I posted something and everyone mm-hmm. started enrolling. And so far, it, we've had such great feedback. Yeah. We're so happy with this. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's been great. So check out the description of the podcast if you want to know more. And as always, you can uh, always reach Talin and, and me at um, her Instagram, PCOS.WeightLoss. Or a yeah. sister and her mister yeah. uh, Instagram. Yeah, that's right. So before we move on to our big topic, I have a couple of topics to talk about as well. What is your New Year's resolution? Okay. For me, well, I don't usually do New Year's resolutions. I typically like just try to do it any time of the year, just to, like push myself. But I told myself 2020, which by the way, we love this number, 2020. <laughs> it's a great number. Adds up to 40 or four, depending on how you do it. Uh, my New Year's resolution is to meditate more. I, I love to meditate like using an app or myself, but like I just can't get myself to do it every day. Like I usually skip two or three days, but what I really want to do is do it every day, 10 minutes. Because like I feel like when I do it two or three days in a row, I notice this huge difference in my mood and like the way I think and my decisions. I don't know. I just like, I feel so much better doing it. Your approach to everything is much yeah. more calm and intentional rather mm-hmm. than frazzled and overwhelmed, which it's easy to get frazzled and overwhelmed when you're like working all yeah. day and then working all night. We work a lot. That's the reason. <laughs> I, like That's the reason why meditation works is like you're, we're all working either school or work or both or like you have a family with kids a husband or like just like all like all these different factors and like your brain is all over the place sometimes so you have to just like sometimes stop make Mm -hmm. your brain not think and that's why i think meditation works it just makes you not think at all for like 15 minutes yeah so your brain just like rests so it's so hard for a beginner yeah. to stop your brain. Like, when does your brain stop working? Seriously, you're <laughs> no. always thinking. Even, always thinking. Even when you're like in the shower, you're thinking of like the weirdest things. What you're going to eat at night. Sure. <laughs> yeah. My thought is always, what's for dinner? <laughs> that's Well, the th- the, we, you think that way and that's why we always have amazing dinners. So <laughs> I can't complain. Well, what's your New Year's resolution, babe? 
Mine is to track my weights at the gym because I see you doing it and you've been doing it for like four mm-hmm. years now. And weights I, and reps, right? Yeah, weights and reps. I want to write it down. I want to see how I'm doing and see my improvements with it. That's good. Just so I can like get stronger. That's and really improve. Good. So I'm not yeah. using the same weights. Yeah. And it's not even always about getting stronger. Like for me, the reason I like to track what I'm doing is to see like what I'm doing, like how many repetitions can I do with this workout? And like, it's, it's not always about getting stronger. Like I mentioned, it's about sometimes like getting leaner and getting the results you want as far as like, you know, conditioning goes. Yeah. So like doing the workouts and getting what you want and making sure you're improving is always like really important to just always maintain what you have. It's amazing to think of when I first started working out with you and how much I couldn't do and now how much I'm doing. That's like, really good. I mean, and if I wrote it down, it would be even more amazing. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to start writing it down. That's good. Yeah. I think one of the reasons why is because like you, I, I remembered the weight you used like two weeks prior and I was like, oh, why don't you now do that same weight, but do a couple more reps and see yeah. if we can like kind of get more out of it. And you're like, oh, I was I actually did more. Yeah. So, yeah, like, it's all about just, like, testing yourself, not just for, like, you want results. Like, obviously, you want results, but you also want to, like, mentally challenge yourself. And when you do and you succeed, you feel better. And exactly. if not, you just, that's all right. You just, next time, try again. I, sometimes I can't do the same weights or I can't do the same amount of re- uh, repetitions, but that's okay. Next day or next week, I try again. And yeah. if I get it that time, it feels even better because it feels like you got knocked down and you got back up. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not over pushing yourself mm-hmm. on days that you're tired. Yeah. But like on days when you do have the energy, you push yourself and you improve and you're excited about it. That's a great approach. Yeah. Oftentimes people override how they feel and they over exercise because they feel like they have to to lose weight with PCOS. Mm-hmm. Totally. And that's not what I'm saying, you know, what by like tracking weights, of course. That's yeah. never what I'm ever saying. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend you don't overexercise. <laughs> That's true. So I just fixed Talian's mic placement. So if her mic sounds better, it's because I fixed it and okay. she was not okay. aware He's always of her mic. Fixing the always mic. doing this. If you notice sometimes if you people that my YouTube? mic is a little bit louder, it's because I always place it perfectly in front of my mouth. If you Instead watch YouTube, Colin you'll see Sirak moving my mic. Halfway, yeah, if you, if you watch the YouTube, you can see me do that. So. I mean, the reason why my mic is like this is because I like to turn around and look at you while I'm talking. And then. I understand, but I would rather have the scissors hear you clearly. Okay. So that they don't think I'm purposefully lowering your volume and oh, making mine higher. Oh, my goodness. Because, I mean, let's just, let's be honest. I am the editor of this podcast <laughs> and I can easily do that. It's funny. I have to turn your volume up all the way highest every time I edit because of the placement of the microphone. I'm soft spoken. Yeah. So I apologize to everybody if that if if sometimes the sound is <laughs> if mine it seems louder than hers sometimes. So oh I'm not doing gosh. it on purpose. Okay. We have a really fun podcast today. The the topic is makeups and breakups with PCOS. Babe, it's breakups and makeups because first you have to break up and then oh, you I'm make sorry. up. <laughs> well, I thought I was keep thinking of them separately. Maybe you make up and then you break up with somebody else. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, I asked a bunch of questions in my I mean, I asked a question in my Instagram story and I got a bunch of answers and we'll go over those DMs later. Mm-hmm. 
But it seems like this is a pretty common issue with PCOS, obviously, because it can really take over your life. What with all of the symptoms, hair growth, facial hair growth, head hair loss, weight gain, acne, all of these things. And, you know, body image issues come up, especially in relationships and like you want support. But what if the guy is like still young and, you know, he doesn't really know what PCOS is and what the heck Mm -hmm. you're going through and he's not really there for you. And oftentimes relationships fall apart because of PCOS and it's so frustrating. And so I have some stories, some messages from sisters in the sisterhood about their experience with this. Yeah, it really is difficult. I, I can totally imagine because you're so self-aware of how you look, mm-hmm. especially to the person that you that you love the most. And man, it's like heartbreaking when like the person you love the most doesn't feel like the same way about you or to them. It's just yeah. like, it's tough. And especially because when you're in a relationship, you want to feel feminine yeah. and PCOS like takes that away from you. Mm-hmm. And you don't and feel feminine and, and yeah. yeah, it's not your fault. And you're and oftentimes the beginning when you're like still learning how to manage it and all the symptoms are happening and you have no idea what to do. It like takes over your life because you really don't know what, how to heal it, what the heck is going on. Yeah. It's, it's a very hard thing to go through. Yes. So do you want to read this message from a sister in the sisterhood okay. who had an experience with her boyfriend and, um, they ended up, well, read it first. And yeah. We'll see how they ended up. Well, here we go. Hey, sisters, I need some advice. I've been with my boyfriend for five years now. My weight has fluctuations, and recently I've been the heaviest I've been in a long time, and it's been hard to get out of that rut. I have been rapid, rapidly losing weight, going gluten and dairy-free strictly, but I mess up sometimes and go back, go back up. My libido has been decreasing. My b- boyfriend told me yesterday that he cheated on me with a coworker in October. Most people would say to leave him, but at the same time, I can't help but feel how much time we have vested in each other these five years. I told him it could have been avoided if, we, if he would have just vocalized his feelings. He struggles with this. He's fed up with my body fluctuations, and rightfully so. I told him I'm willing to work through this if he wants, but... My mom says I should just let him go. Has anyone else experienced this or just a lack of libido during their journey? So that's tough. That is a heartbreaking story to hear. Uh, Yeah. But there were so many comments on this post in the sisterhood and so much support and love going out to her because, you know, it can go either way. Like it could work out. You could go to therapy. You can do all the things. Mm-hmm. Try to see eye to eye or yeah. finish the story. Life update. I've lost 36 pounds and I'm at the lowest I've been in two years. My boyfriend and I are officially done. He doesn't see eye to eye with me on future plans. And cheating was just the opening of a whole lot of issues, such as not being fully honest and communicative communicative Mm -hmm. thank thankful for you all and all your support and advice wow okay i'm so relieved because i was about to like go off on this guy (laughs) and be like who the is this guy get him out kick him out kick him out of the sister trust him ever again but i held it back and i was like kind of looking at time like (laughs) 
And then I read the life update. I didn't even know. I'm wow, so okay. happy for her. Seriously. <laughs> but Screw that guy. And yeah. good job. Honestly, though, sometimes you can work it out. I'm not because there's people, there are sisters out there who work it out. You talk it out. You explain PCOS to them and all of these things. But you know what? I do believe that if the guy at, after a certain age, especially if he cannot stick around mm -hmm. during your toughest times, then the future does not look bright because there's going to be some tough times in your life. Unfortunately, this and is how it works. Yeah. PCOS is something serious enough. It's about you and your body. And if you're, if your loved one isn't taking that serious and instead is like trying to do something in spite of you, you should not be with that person. And I feel like that's just going to translate to other things in your relationship. So could. just like Talin said, like, Try I, to find support from other people. From somebody who yeah, is, wants to understand. Wants to understand, yeah. Even if, like, then there was a message in this thread about somebody who had experienced this and the guy cheated on her and then mm -hmm. they worked it out. Okay. And they worked it out because he wanted to understand PCOS and help her and, like, work through sure. all of the... And they were young and so on. I can see that happening. But, you know, that it's, it's pretty eye-opening. And there's so many other dms that i get sometimes about women and we'll read these later about women who like get a divorce because the guy wants to have kids and she can't yeah. and she can't seem to like manage her pcos and things are out of control and instead of supporting her and figuring it out he wants a divorce that's really sad and that's the reality of it because some women are afraid to talk about it with the guy because they're afraid that he might run away once she says she might have fertility issues. Yeah, you know? I can see that because you're kind of revealing this thing about yourself as vulnerable. And if the guy just vacates you after that, like, <laughs> vacates. I mean, it's just like it's horrible. Like this guy just up, up, up and leaves because of that instead of like trying to help her. And like in a lot of ways, you can reverse this by going through yeah. the necessary steps. So like, why would you even leave right away? Instead. Well, work through it yeah but it's a good thing that they do because i'm just saying like it it takes that type of obstacle to prove true what type of person a person yeah. is sometimes a guy is. or sometimes a relationship needs an obstacle like that where like you either go tested. through it or you don't yeah like us right with the keys on the mountain oh my gosh should we tell them that story we've never told them that story but i mean do, let's do, tell them that story okay <laughs> let's tell them this story that either made us, uh, that either made us or broke us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is this this is definitely the story that made us. Oh, here we go. So Talin was in Colorado for her, um, <laughs> I'm what do you call it, like a residency dietetic internship. Yeah, her dietetic internship, which she had to do in order to get her dietitian license, and she was assigned in in uh, Colorado, which was kind of devastating for us. Because we had just been dating for like maybe six to eight months. Yeah. I told you on the first date. Remember? Oh, yeah. Talia told me about this on the first date. And she, and I kind of like she expected me to be shocked and appalled. Yeah. Because I told another guy on our first date. He never called me back. <laughs> Instead, I was like, oh, OK, that's interesting. No, you said we can work it out. So yeah. this was like an hour well, into our date. That. I was like, you know, like, that's, that's fine. That, that's cool. It's not going to that's not like a even close to a make or break for me personally yeah that was nothing yeah i mean to me i was like well we have six six months basically let's see how this is and like i knew by like 
the first month by the end of the first month that you know i'm willing to yeah no we through. only had two or three months before i was went it? to colorado yeah oh wow okay so basically okay uh it was winter time talia was in colorado and i was visiting her i visited her in like maybe december january and it was snowing and we decided while i was visiting to go camping or not camping uh, hiking in a mountain in the snow so we drove up there we parked the car in this area you know where there was there was a lot of snow but we could park we go in the snow we frolic have fun frolic that's what we were doing yeah. we got out Hopping of the car around. to frolic in snow because we're such californians yes we drove that's up so true. a we're mountain s- <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're we, not used to snow yeah we're like let's frolic we drove and drove and drove past ranches we didn't even know where we were going we had no connection we yeah. just kept driving I like loved fools it. it was like an amazing view the, it was totally fine and yeah, we went. We made it somewhere. We went, walked in the snow of a forest, like a forest full of snow, where the like the trees yeah. were halfway covered their height. It was That's how dangerous. deep it was. It was dangerous. Yeah, you could have for sure drowned if like let's drowned. Say you had no idea. <laughs> what if you didn't know that yeah. there was a hole and you just fell through? And you you were jumping around. You jumped off of like Ledges. something, and then I was like, "Well, what if the snow's deeper than we think?" So. Oh, God, we're such we Californians. Such, yeah, we had such a fun time. We got back to the car. <sighs> well, okay, car. I guess it's time to go back home. All this jumping around. I don't have the keys in my pocket, Tali. Where's mm. the keys? Is the keys in your in your uh, jacket? Oh, let me check, babe. No. No. Oh, no. the car's open. Okay. But the keys aren't in here. <laughs> we the lost keys. the keys. The keys Ladies. are gone. We lost the keys. In the snow. We dug around the car. Nothing in the car. I even took a picture of him digging through the snow. And yeah, I had to go into the snow afterwards, going through, basically retracing every single step we took that day. It was a disaster. And then, it was, do you want to continue or should I continue? <laughs> oh, please continue because I'm about to start sweating. I'm getting stressed. So... There were loggers coming. There was one logger, let me see. There was one last logger coming down the mountain. And by logger, I mean people who chop down tall trees yeah. for he had like a, he had an 18-wheeler 18, truck coming yeah. down the mountain. I ran towards the truck, flailing my arms to stop him. Yeah, as I was digging in the snow in the background. And Sirak's digging in the snow. I chased after this truck and he stopped and he got out of the car. He's like, what happened? And I was like, hi, sir. He's <laughs> like a so lumberjack. Funny. Okay. So funny. And it's like, we lost our keys in the snow. Like this and that. I had to explain the whole thing. Can you help us? He's like, okay, yeah. let me help you find yeah. the keys. Well, yo, yeah, the guy yeah, he got out, out the truck and, and like we asked so him, nice. can we just, can we take a, go on the uh, truck with you and just take us down so we could call for you know, a triple A, because we have no service at all up on this mountain. Yeah. And like, he comes out and I'm already like, okay, this guy is four and a half times the man I am because he's driving an 18 wheeler <laughs> truck. It doesn't matter I'm what he I'm convinced we're like. going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the guy's like, well, let me help you look for the keys. We I'm didn't like, find really? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, let's just look for it. I'm like, okay, but like, we're, it's literally like two football yards of snow we were around like we've walked how around how could we have ever found them seriously 
So we look, we look, and we have pictures. Oh wow! Okay, we're gonna post the pictures yeah. when we post the podcast. I took on a Tuesday. picture of the truck too. That yeah, we have a picture of everything basically that whole day. The, the truck, the, me and the guy looking in the snow, the keys. <laughs> Tali was just filming us basically. I it was not funny at all, but I knew we would make it out yeah. alive and laugh about it one day. So I yeah. just like snapped the photo. <laughs> so we never found it. We never found the keys, and finally the guy was like, "Okay, let's just leave your car here, and I'll take you down." We get in this 18-wheel truck, and, like, it's a very old truck. And the inside, is just his seat and another seat. It's not like a bench. And I sit, and Tallinn sits on top of uh, on top of me, and we just start going down this mountain. No seatbelts, nothing. Oh, yeah, no seatbelts. But, honestly, the guy was so nice. Like, yeah. no complaints. He took us all the way down. It was, like, a half-an-hour drive all yeah. the way down the mountain. What and were we going to do without him? He said he was the last logger coming down. Wow. Yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. He was the last guy coming down. And it was like 6 p.m. or like 4 or 5 p.m. when he came down. So it was about to get dark pretty soon. He dropped us off at a gas station. Yeah. Where we got those like hand warmer jelly things that mm-hmm. I put in like your boots because your feet were so cold because you weren't wearing proper snow boots. And oh, when you were digging goodness. in the snow, your feet got wet. That's right. My, my feet got wet because I was digging in the snow and my we had to walk like two miles from the gas station to a restaurant. So the we only eat. restaurant in the small town. Yeah. And when we got because so our cell phones were still not working. We got to the restaurant. That's where we called AAA. Yeah, we called AAA and we ordered food. They had gluten-free buns. Oh, wow. I just remember that too. It was in a small town where there's only two restaurants. There's one main street. There's one restaurant that has gluten-free buns. I was I was like, okay, we're fine. No need to complain anymore. I couldn't believe it. Why do they have gluten-free? For sure, the owner of that restaurant is gluten-free person. Because there's no other there's reason. There's no reason, yeah. It's not that it's it's not that there's like anything wrong with a small town. It's just like you wouldn't expect, like you know. No, you don't even find that here. Available in, exactly in L.A. or Newport exactly, Beach. Exactly my point. Yeah. Everywhere you don't find that. Totally. So. So that was amazing. Yeah, and then we called AAA while we're eating, and it took them like four hours to come because for whatever reason, the first time it didn't work. We yeah, called. we had to call back and they were like, oh, we never sent somebody. We never sent somebody yeah. after three hours. And then they sent somebody again after two and two hours. And finally, we were able to go to our car. The guy put it onto his onto his trailer. Yeah. Hooked us. Yeah. Hooked us on the called. trailer and took us down the mountain with the car and all the way back to the apartment. And this was the whole day. This was how our day went oh, from terror because we thought we were going to be stuck on the top of a mountain with yeah. no civilization or service. The funny thing was when the, tr- the AAA guy picked us up from the restaurant and took us up the mountain, it was taking so long to get to the car that the guy started getting suspicious. He was like, is there really a car up there? Like, Really? Well, I, expected I don't remember him, this. No, I just expected him to ask at some point because I was like, I know it's really far up there. I, I was on such, I had such an adrenaline rush when we lost the keys and I realized yeah. there was no civilization yeah. near us that after we like got to that restaurant and that gluten-free bun came, I was like high off of that feeling that happens after an adrenaline Seriously. rush. Like you're so totally. relaxed. And like when the AAA guys, AAA guy took us back home, Tallinn luckily had a key in our spare key in our apartment. We had to call a locksmith to open the apartment, obviously, because we lost the car keys. Yeah. With the apartment key on there, <laughs> but 
So why was this day our make or break point? Yeah. Because we didn't fight, argue, or even like talk. Blame you blame for dropping the me? keys in the Excuse snow. Excuse me. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> it was for whatever reason, the rumor is that I dropped the keys. <laughs> However, that's never been proven in a court of law. In a Therefore, court of your law. honor, your honor, <laughs> there's uh, objection. There's no evidence that's been presented, and I will not. Uh, I mean, accidents happen. I'm not blaming you, but you did lose the keys. And he said this story at our wedding. And I didn't know you were going to say, I didn't even know what your wedding speech is, nor did I know what an eloquent public speaker you were. And I stood there and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. He's telling (laughs) the story like, and everyone was cracking up. I know. Well, I had to kind of make it quicker. But, But, and you said something like, who in this crowd of like how many 250 people at our wedding would have like killed their husband for this type of mistake i was like nine out nine out of ten women here would have buried their husbands on top of that mountain (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was but so like that was our make or break point and i think that kind of like showcases a couple of things one not blaming each other like it's not your fault that you have pcos yeah you don't you shouldn't get any blame for it Two, like just taking the right steps to fix the situation. Like yeah. both, both the, the guy Fixer. and the girl or, yeah. or, or like, whatever, like you're doing the right things to go get the goal you want to achieve. Yeah. Hail the logger to stop. And exactly. Help you. While I'm looking Don't for the keys, run away. You'll find somebody that's driving. Yeah. That's it. Like that's just, or like you like you call somebody down. Like that's just, an example of what, what we did that day. You could do something similar with your PCOS or anything you may be like going through. And like any of any anything you take from that story, I guess just try to apply it <laughs> in your life if that I, makes sense. I mean, at the end of the day, if if the relationship doesn't work out and he doesn't want to deal with your PCOS and it's a problem for him and mm-hmm. he wants to end this or you want to end it because he cheated, then I just want you to know that you shouldn't feel bad. I know you shouldn't say that to someone. Don't feel bad. But really, don't feel bad because it shouldn't work out then. Then that guy is not right for you. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't PCOS, it's going to be some other issue in your life that he's going to have to walk out on because he doesn't want to deal with it. And that's his problem. That's it. It's his problem. It's not yours. You do you. And try to be the best version of yourself that you can and like pick True. yourself up, join the sisterhood and manage your PCOS <laughs> with all of us. Yeah. And that's exactly what this girl is doing. And she is doing a great job. I'm not yeah. going to name any names, but she's very active in the community. That's right. Great job, girl. We got an inspiring story. From a sister and her boyfriend. She posted... One of the many gifts my amazing boyfriend got me for my birthday. A bunch of gluten and dairy-free snacks. And then she posted a picture of all these cool snacks. Oh, like a gift basket? Yeah. That's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. She says, truly grateful to have an amazing boyfriend that 100% supports me. I love that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Obviously, your boyfriend's not going to just keep on buying you snacks, snacks, snacks. <laughs> and that's the only way he supports you. But it's like a great... A gesture for him to show you his yeah, support. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, and like I guarantee you, he'll love half at least half those. He'll snacks. be eating all I the eat snacks. Half her snacks. Don't tell her. Okay, she's right next to me. <laughs> Anyways, but it's amazing. 
So some of the DMs that I received from sisters who responded to the question I had in my stories today about how has PCOS affected their relationship, Mm. they are saying that... So, okay, so the first sister says, lack of understanding and patience with my symptoms. Blue C76. So, yeah, I mean... Lack of understanding and patience with symptoms. If he doesn't know mm. what PCOS is, and then he's not going to have patience with your symptoms because he just doesn't get what's going on. Like, it's easy to label it as a quote-unquote lazy fat girl condition. And yeah. I have some great a great letter board of that on Instagram that a lot of sisters commented on because they feel like people think that it's a lazy yeah. fat girl condition. True. Like and, yeah. You shouldn't have to explain it like you're defending yourself. Yeah. You should just be able to explain it to somebody and then they can understand and be supportive of you or not. And then if you're not, then totally. go away. And I agree. Like if, if this is something they're not willing to really understand after you really trying, then I mean, it's just going to translate to other things in you as a yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just going to translate into other things. Yeah. So you don't have to repeat what I just said. I already said it. <laughs> So we got some uh, another one from Megan. She says, low sex drive and I'm in my early 20s. Sad face. So yeah. this is common with PCOS. And mm-hmm. I've received some messages about this. A lot of messages about this, not mm-hmm. some. And it just comes as a side effect of PCOS when you're not managing your symptoms well. And with time you can balance your hormones and feel like yourself again. So don't think that it's always going to be like this. You have to take some time to slow down your day, slow down that like, you know, um, adrenaline that you're, you get with PCOS. I don't know. How do you explain that? That like really like rushed feeling and anxiety having to do something throughout the day and you're barely like getting, Like meditating will definitely help with slowing you down a bit and reprioritizing the things that are really important with balancing your hormones. Yeah. And try to see like a a, a suggestion would be try to see why uh, maybe you're having those issues with the the libido besides the PCOS. If it's, you know, related to sleep, if you're tired or if maybe like like Talian said, rush throughout the day. So like by the time it's nighttime. Birth just don't control. F- yeah, birth control. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know. The side effect of that, because it stops you from ovulating. Yeah, yeah. It can be a, a lot of different links to it. But also, it, it change doesn't happen really fast. So, like, when you take Ovacetol and other, you know, things to help you, don't expect, like, you're going to wake up in one the or next two days. Day, yeah. And everything's going to be normal. It's like a process mm-hmm. where, like, you eventually get there and you realize slowly, like, oh, Wow. I'm starting to feel better. Yeah. That's why they send you Ovacetol in a three-month supply supplement, yeah. like in a bag of a three-month supply of Ovacetol because mm-hmm. that is how long it takes to get your hormones to balance and your, yourself to ovulate again. <laughs> Our dog is, uh, is sleep running in, in the in other sleep. side of the couch. Oh Thank my you, God. Dad. He's just petting her now, so he's stuck. The whole couch was shaking. This guy's running like a marathon. (laughs) Slow workouts, we said. (laughs) So anyways, Megan, my solution, try to, uh, I mean, not try to ovulate, but like do what you can to balance your hormones so that you ovulate again, so that you feel Mm -hmm. like yourself again. Yeah. 
Oh, and this one's intense. The next one. What were you saying? Oh, I was just gonna and no pressure. Don't rush. Take your time with this yeah. proper steps and try to you know every day get the right win so you eventually reach your goal. Mm-hmm. What's this one? Next one. Manisha says, oh. "I feel worthless because oh. I'm losing hair. I'm gaining weight and I have acne." So I think we covered this a little bit earlier, but. The, the body image issue, you can't look for comfort in the guy that mm-hmm. you, you know, like you really want a guy that's not, you cannot look for him to fill you up with body positivity. You have mm-hmm. to do that yourself before you meet him. You need to work on yourself, whatever yeah. it takes, if it's therapy, if it's meditation, if it's, you know, setting small goals, um, to manage your PCOS like one step at a time yeah. and gratitude journal, whatever it takes for you to bring body, body positivity into mm. your life. Yeah. And then everything will fall into place. The right guy will come instead of that guy who's who might take advantage of you because of your weaknesses. Yeah. And another thing is... Um don't like your your own self-worth like don't put that on somebody else's uh, right. values like that's on based on your values you don't need to feel beautiful because of these phys- physical appearances or you know like obviously sometimes you want to like look great and you know i'm sure you look great like all all you sisters out, out there you, all of you look great but you know at the end of the day you want to manage your symptoms better and be happier about the way you're feeling mentally and i think the physical part comes with that yeah i agree that's some great advice babe i'm gonna make you an honorary sister we've been talking about this but i don't know if that we can really do that we have to we have to talk with the what if you join the sisterhood but what do you think join make an account join the sisterhood and hop in there every once in a while and say some nice encouraging words just like you've been doing Can this do whole that? episode we have to ask we have to do a poll on instagram do, or on some oh my gosh should i <laughs> should sirak join the sisterhood and be I our honorary sister you guys all know this obviously i don't have peace <laughs> however i oh feel i am an ambassador okay and I'm, I'm an ambassador to pcos as of lately you know i've been really been involved with creating content with tolly making this podcast but if i could be a si- honorary sister I say we let him, ladies. What do you think? I mean, I'd be happy to kind of like comment in the sisterhood and be like, hey, if you guys have workout tips related to your PCOS workouts or just anything. Or be that positive, supportive male energy in in a sisterhood of thousands of women. This is a sisterhood full of sisters who want to like you know right. be in like this i mean maybe together. you can pop in it once a week yeah, and maybe just once a week i can wave come hello. and do a q a or something like that because i, I want to give you all a place where you can all feel comfortable and i don't want to just come in and like you know what's going on <laughs> oh my god i rather just i'll come in once a week do maybe a q a or something like that where you guys can ask me workout pop questions or something respond to some of the questions in the chat form everyone will be like wow Sure. See that? <laughs> yeah, you can do that once a week and just kind of do that. But you know, you guys let us know what you think, though. But yeah, once a week is, I think, a good idea. Right. Okay. I think this We're comes to yeah. Give our win of the week. Something we love doing. This is where we select a sister 
um, that's been really managing her PCOS and kind of like showing PCOS was a real boss. Right. Anna Ward, this one goes out to you. She says, I've been 85% gluten and dairy free for two months and I'm down 10 pounds. I'm really working on that last bit, mainly cheese. Talin and Sirak, thank you for creating this whole program and using your platform to help women. I visited a PCOS specialized OBGYN and all they did was try to put me on metformin and birth control. I have learned so much more from your community than any doctor. Thanks wow. so much. Seriously, that is so sweet. I'm touched yeah. by your message. That I appreciate it things. so it's much. Sweetest comments comments I read because we do this for for you all and when we, we read things like that, it, it makes it all like just even more worth it. Yeah. But great job, Anna. And we're she, so proud of you. Yeah, and, and she's been down ten pounds, do going gluten and dairy free for two months. And like we said earlier, or and she's she said she's doing it eighty five percent, which which obviously you don't have to be always perfect. It's all about consistency and laying out those like train tracks mm-hmm. to make sure that like you're, you know, building like a strong yeah. path. Took me a year to figure it all out, to yeah. really be consistent. So 85% and down 10 pounds, that's fine. Yeah. Keep yeah. it up, sister. Yeah. Good job, Anna. We hope you continue and just let us know your future success. Yes. Yeah. So I think that about ends episode six. This was a really fun one. Like one of the funnest ones I know. we've I, done. I mean, they've all been fun, but this one was really fun. I hope you enjoyed the story of yeah. Sirak losing the keys in the snow. <clears throat> so that you see it best. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Thank you so much for listening, ladies. Thank you all. See you guys next time. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to check out our upcoming course, Meal Prep and Workout for PCOS Weight Loss. We've got four weeks worth of video content that will help you learn to cook our quick gluten and dairy-free recipes and also feel great with our PCOS-friendly workouts. Learn to live the PCOS lifestyle and lose weight with our guidance and help. Link in the description.